over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at David Teal, the Hall of Famer, coming up at 8.35. Joining us now, speaking of Hall of Famers, it's the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Rick. Good to be with you as always on you this Wednesday. As well. You as well. What a busy Wednesday it is, too. Yeah, man. A lot going on, huh? Nationally, locally? On. Yeah. All around, yeah. Today's signing day, National Letter of Attend Signing Day for high school football players to commit to, and actually more than commit, to actually sign their National Letters of Intent. Hokies will sign 15 high school players. That's uh, ongoing. In fact, you can follow it right now on Hokiesports.com and TriumphNIL.com. Uh, Coach Pry. Uh, talks with each of the recruits, and then uh, there's interviews with each of the recruits and their families and, and whatnot. And you can watch the interaction between Tech's coaching staff and the players right now. So that's something new, and that's exciting. And uh, it's a big day for all college football teams around the country. And uh, this is where you get your players. This is the NFL draft of college football. Cool that Coach Price sitting there with the Commonwealth uh, Cup beside him too. That's a nice little subtle touch he added. <laughs> you know, there's so much. There's there, yeah. There's so much you can get out of your a win over your rival. And uh, Tech did well head to head on the field against Virginia a couple weeks ago, and it's doing well on the recruiting trail against UVA as well. You know, I think there's a lot of things to look at. Right, every coach spins his recruiting class as a good one, regardless mm-hmm. of how it turns out. And Tech's recruiting class is going to be a little bit smaller because there's not a lot of seniors. Yeah, yeah. You know, last year we had a whole bunch of people to bring in because 
a, a you know, there's a coaching change and there was a big senior class from the year before. Um, but they're going to get 15 high school kids today, plus the transfer portal guys. And the Hokies have already done really well in that regard. Uh, these transfer portal guys are going to show up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of these top high school players are going to enroll here in January. And, and so that's really good. I think that from a from a big picture perspective, one of the things that Coach Pry talked about and in visiting with some of these high school players and some of the transfers as well, like, you know, Aeneas Peebles is just an amazing kid from Duke. Um, really quality people. Um, so there, there's different ways to look at it. I think from a long-term perspective, and, and something that Coach Pry probably won't say because it could turn next year, is that I, I think I think the Penn State blockade, <laughs> at least temporarily, has been erected. Uh, and by that I mean, you know, Penn State has owned the Commonwealth of Virginia mm-hmm. even before Coach Pry went there but right. when he was there they did really well and Brent did you know I asked him I think I mentioned this to you a couple of years ago I said coach who signed all those Northern Virginia kids for Penn State he said well I did yeah that's right <laughs> so to put it in perspective last year a year ago today Penn State signed six of the top 10 high school players in Virginia that's pretty good that's incredible it? yeah it really is yeah well this year Penn State didn't sign a single high school player from Virginia now, the school that came in and did well was Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> but Georgia's doing well. Georgia's getting the, the top players from every state uh, again. You know, they're getting the top player. <laughs> every state, Georgia gets the top player yeah. right now. Uh, but but I do think, you know, if you take a look, like Gabriel Williams, I think, is a perfect example because Penn State offered him. He's from Maryland, four-star linebacker. He was the very first player to sign his letter of intent today. Right. That was big. And he would – Yeah. And and – I say this jokingly. He'd look good in blue and white at Penn State. He looks really good in orange and maroon. <laughs> and, and I think that's an example. Uh, and I think that the, the other story there is that, you know, Tech hired Elijah Brooks, who the, is the former DeMatha head coach, uh, and paid him a lot of money. He was the Maryland running backs coach, mm-hmm. and he had been recruiting Elijah. If the Hokies don't hire Elijah Brooks, I don't know that Gabriel Williams signs with Tech. He may have gone to Maryland. Uh, so I, I think you know who who is on that staff and the and the and the massive salaries that people say why are they paying assistants so much? Well, there's there's a lot to it. Um, you know I think the same thing for uh, you know Gerard Johnson. He's a four-star defensive end from Virginia Beach. Uh, Keelan Adams. He's a four-star receiver from down there. Uh, the, the, those are players that those three guys specifically, I mean, we could talk about each of the the high school kids and the the transfer portal guys, but I think each one of those kids, the the coaches who had been recruiting them had been recruiting them for a long time, even before they came to work at Virginia Tech. And and so I think that there's a method to which Coach Pry is doing. I think slowing the Penn State train down is huge. Not not that it couldn't kick up again next year. Like, seriously, like, if, if you're a Penn State fan listening... Rick, or if you were a Penn State coach, you'd recruit Virginia. Sure, sure. Uh, but but building relationships and trying to p- at least tap the brakes, get get kids to come down. I, I think it's I think that's a big thing uh, in our state. You know, and as for Georgia, look, I mean, they're they're you got to tip your cap to them, right? I mean, what what Kirby Smart is doing is amazing. So I think that's that's a problem for everybody in the SEC. And the, at the end of the day, the Hokies don't have to play Georgia during the regular season. And if we get to play him in a postseason game, that'd be good. So, um, you know, let's just watch what George is doing right now. Well, and you mentioned the portal real quick. And, um, you know, I, I've been trying to remind Tech fan that look how well 
uh, Coach Pride Dress needs last year, this staff, you, you said it best, quality people. And these defensive guys that are coming in, they address needs, and you just have to assume immediately, right, that they're going to be quality people as well. Yeah, Sam Brunfeld, the linebacker from Middle Tennessee, and Kamari Copeland, who's a junior college defensive and defensive tackle. I think there's going to be some more um, there in the portal as well. But, but those kids are going to enroll a tech here and start in January. I'll probably have them in my classes. Um, but, but you know, if, if you watch the Hokies, man, like, the, as I mentioned on your show and in my column, like, you know, they were 6-6, six and six, and that's better than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, the Hokies probably weren't good enough to beat anybody, right? I mean, they just struggled against everybody. This year, they won five ACC games. All five were massive blowouts. So they were good enough to beat up on the bottom half of the league, but they weren't good enough to win on the road at Florida State or at in, at the Louisville, right? The top right, teams in right. the league. Okay. But they're not that far away. No, not at <laughs> you all. Know, you, not at all. You give Virginia Tech, you know, an All-American defensive tackle in there and another dis, uh, experienced defensive tackle who's 23 and who's played four years, and you add a middle linebacker that's getting NFL looks, and you get all those receivers back, and then you get Jennings back after missing this year, all of a sudden, all right, maybe that does close the gap a little bit. Now, maybe not all the way, okay? I mean, this is only Coach Pry's second year, but you can see what they're doing. You can mm-hmm. see, all right, we need some help on that defensive line. Let's get some good kids in there that can help us in, in the fall of 24 when the Hokies open their season at Vanderbilt. And maybe, you know, then we go to Stanford a couple weeks later. You know, those, those are kids that are going to be playing – they only have one or two years left. Like, Peebles only has a year left, right? Same right. with Brumfield, right? So they're, they're going to play. And um, I, I think the Hokies are, like, seriously, like, they're just a couple pieces away from, from being in this thing in the ACC in, in the fall of 24. Oh, no question about it. No question. Well, um, you're, you're preparing for your bowl game coming up a week from now, and it seems like it's changing yeah. daily with Solano. So, you know, I'm actually I'm actually doing three bowl games, and that's all right. the rosters are in flux. That's right. Yeah, you're having to get used to all sorts of new names and stats and so forth. So uh, the, the disappointment before we get to our game. So yeah, the Hokies play a week from today. I'm doing the. I was so excited. I'm doing the LSU game against uh, Wisconsin, and I'm like, I, have I ever? I've never broadcast a game where the Heisman Trophy winner played. <laughs> right. That's going to continue. That's going to continue, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. Jade Daniels opted out. And I, I feel bad for the bowl people. I feel bad for all those fans that bought tickets. But um, uh, that's New Year's Day in Tampa. But, you know, I think Tulane's a perfect example. I mean, their coach leaves. Their, their quarterback opts out. I'm going to have a conversation later today with Corey Glore, who's Tulane's announcer. Because I talked with them, texted with them last week. I said, "Who's playing for you guys?" He goes, "I don't know." <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> so they, you know, he went to practice yesterday. I mean, Tulane's lost a bunch of people, but, yeah. but you know, their quarterback, their receiver, their tight end, their head coach, half the staff. Uh, it reminds me of what happened to the Hokies before that Maryland. Absolutely. Game. But you know, um, they've got a tailback by the name of Makai Hughes. He was the co- conference rookie of the of the year in the American. He was 11th in the nation in cut and rushing with almost 1,300 yards. Uh, he had seven games of 100 or more yards. So you can have a, you know, it doesn't take a football genius to understand that if your if your quarterback and top receiver opt out, you're probably going to give the ball to your top <laughs> tailback a bunch. Correct. Correct. So that that kid's name is Makai Hughes, and and Tech's run defense will get to know him. They'll probably throw him the ball a little bit too, but. 
you know, clearly Tulane is really shorthanded. And again, you feel in a way bad for them, right, Rick? They won 11 you do. games. You do. Last year, they finished ninth in the AP poll. They come back and they win 11 more games this year, and then everybody leaves. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's tough, and it's not the kids' fault who remain or the coaches who are trying to piece together one more game. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I yeah. love the Bulls. I, I know you do. Yep, I know. We got 43 of them, so you got a lot of love. You got a love to enjoy for three so, and a so half I was, <laughs> So I knew this was going to come up this week because people say there's too many bulls. There's too many bulls. So last week was the perfect example, right? Because you had all these bowl games on, right? And you had, for example, some really epic college basketball rivalries, right? So last Saturday on CBS, okay, Kansas, Indiana. Mm-hmm. At a good basketball rivalry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big names? Big names. Blue Bloods, yeah. as it were. Kansas, Indiana, and then Ohio State, UCLA. We got, we got Kansas. We got Indiana. We got the Buckeyes. We got the Bruins, right? We got the whole country covered, right? That was, those were the two basketball games on CBS. Okay. They lost in the ratings head-to-head to the Howard Florida A&M Celebration yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I mean, th- that surprises a lot of people. It got blown out, Rick. It got blown out by the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. So people make fun and they laugh at like, well, who would watch Miami of Ohio play Appalachian State, right? That, that was the game, right? Twice as many people watched the Avocado from Mexico Pure Bowl then they watched Kansas, Indiana, or UCLA, Ohio State at the same time on over-the-air network television. Right. Isn't that something? Yeah. The betting community. That's the has power of football. So people yeah. say, why? Yeah. Who would watch the Avocado from Mexico Cure Bowl? And then I'm looking at the LA Bowl, Boise State, UCLA. Twice as many people watch the UCLA LA Bowl than watch the UCLA basketball game. Yeah. Ohio absolutely. State. Two to one. I wonder how much of that's because these are early, still early college basketball regular Some of it's that. Yeah. I just think it's our country loves football. It is. Now, the NFL did even better. Like, I'm going oh, to the goodness. top of the list. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Pittsburgh, Indiana, uh, uh, Indianapolis, Steelers yeah. did uh, 10 million people. Yeah, it was a huge rating. I saw that. All three of them did, right? All three of them did very well. All three of those games on Saturday. Of yeah. So, so here, just to put it in perspective, da, 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 da. and that's NFL Network. That's the NFL Network. Yeah. 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 So at one o'clock in the afternoon, seven point five million people are watching the Vikings Bengals. <laughs> seven point five million runaway machine. Two million watched Miami of Ohio App State, and one million watched Kansas Indiana. All at the same time. Oh, those are the three head to head to head. Man. And you can look at it. I mean, it's not hard. Like it's just like yeah. looking at yeah. numbers. Like the NFL is dominant. Oh, it's incredible. It is. Yeah. Runaway machine. That's our intro to sports media rating segment of the day. There you go, as it should be. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're gonna break away, come back. We're gonna find out from Bill what's going on. I know the kids are on break, but we'll find out what's happening with the SMA. We'll also get the Baker team game of the week. We were just part of Bill's class. That was fun. And the NRB Heart Clinic Top 3, all coming up with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. He's got all sorts of bowls he's prepared for. Stay with us. Don't go away. 
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling at True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. Don't let cooking for the holidays add to your stress. Reach out to Connie Hale at Buffalo and More in Reiner for meal ideas and family-style catering. She is now offering grab-and-go, stop by for a quick sandwich and drink, for dinner ideas, or a great dessert to take home with you. Let Connie do the cooking for you this holiday season. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda wish you the very best of holidays for you and your family. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. All right, the SMA, it's off, but is it ever really off, Bill? Those no. kids are always working. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing hysterically here, and I'll fill you in here in a second. Yeah. Okay. All right, it is the SMA update, and... Um, yeah, our kids are on break, but they're going to be in Annapolis for the game next week. They're actually helping today. Yeah, Giovanni Heater did all the graphics for Tech Sideline for their recruiting coverage for signing day today. Uh, Nick Brown did the videos. Nick's a senior from Radford. And the voice of Radford Bobcat State Championship High School football, by the way. Right, right. Uh, so shout out to Nick. Um, but that's what our SMA kids are doing uh, here. Uh, I'm done. We have no more grading. All the grades were turned in. So for faculty and staff at Tech, this is a time away. And for the students, so who, other than those who are in winter session, we do have a six-week winter session here. Uh, we're planning ahead for our spring stuff. But, yeah, we'll be doing all the Tech football and basketball work over the break for our students as well. But here's why I'm laughing hysterically. Yeah. Okay. I got a text from someone. <laughs> I mentioned the uh, Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl, which was in Orlando last week. <laughs> right. And it, the text says, Bill... I've never heard of this. What do avocados from Mexico cure? <laughs> to, yeah. to my knowledge, they don't cure anything. The, the, the Cure Bowl is an ESPN event game in Orlando that raises money for cancer research. And they've raised millions of dollars down there for that. So it's the Cure Bowl. Okay. Avocados from Mexico are the sponsor of the game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> well, it can happen. <laughs> it's an important game, and it's it's big for Orlando, and, and uh, it's good for cancer research, and, and <laughs> that's what it is. It's, it's the Cure Bowl. Okay. All right. Well, we, we're, Those people down there do a really nice job. It's one of several bowl games in Orlando. It did well on the TV ratings. It raises awareness for cancer research. It's It raises money. They do events around the game. Uh, to help raise money. I think they've raised over $4 million for cancer research. So it's it's a tremendously worthwhile bowl game, more than just, uh, uh, you know, advertising for, for a company. It's, it's, a, it's important for cancer research. In terms of avocados, again, to my knowledge, avocados really don't cure. <laughs> they don't cure much. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. so avocados from Mexico are fine. They're delicious. But Sure, sure. Right, just not much of an actual healthy cure. Uh, 
What's your Baker team game of the week, man? You got bowl games, you got the NFL, you got oops. I do, I do. So I'm going to pick the, <laughs> one of the games I'm doing on Friday. I'm doing the okay. UCF-Georgia Tech game in Tampa. It's the Gasparilla Bowl. And I don't think either team is going to stop the other team. Uh, both of these teams are really, really good on offense and not really good on defense. So I'm expecting a 40-35 or 38-35 kind of game. Uh, two really good quarterbacks. Uh, you know, the Hokies didn't play Georgia Tech this season, uh, but they turned it around. Hokies and Georgia Tech tied in the standings. So I'm going to go down to Raymond James Stadium. Um, actually fly over there uh, tomorrow and down to Tampa. And we got the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the UCF Knights. Syracuse plays the first ACC Bowl game against South Florida. Right. And that's in Boca. That's uh, Thursday night. But uh, we're going to go with the Jackets and the Knights. We'll see how the ACC does in the bowl games this year. Okay. All right. Good choices. All right. Time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. I'm always ready for the Top 3. What do we I was going to switch to my best guacamole of all time (laughs) just after getting that text. Are you a big guac guy, or are you a, a salsa guy, or are you a I, queso guy? I will take guac over the other two, yeah. I like queso, too, but I'm not a big salsa guy. Where is your favorite guac place? I don't know what the name of it was, but I just had it in Cancun with Rapid Basketball. Okay. There you go. Avocados <laughs> from Mexico. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was really good. We had Yeah, we ate at this place, and it was outstanding. That would be the place. Can't remember the name of it. Yeah. For various reasons. Cabo Fish Taco. <laughs> Yeah, in Blacksburg, Cabo Fish Taco or um, El yes. Rods. Yes, yes, El, El, El Rodeo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got some guac. Uh, I'm thinking down in you know I've, I got my place down in Florida. Yeah, so I'm thinking here off the top of my head, got to be some good ones down there. Yeah, it's that's more Cuban than Mexican. Yeah, food, that's true. You know the the the. You know, there's some places down there. Yeah, Rocco's Tacos is a chain in Delray and. Boca and Lauderdale. I don't know. Let's get to the real top three. <laughs> okay. What do we got? <laughs> we should do a guac t- tasting. Yes. Seminar. Have you in studio? Absolutely. But it's got to be made at the table fresh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We don't want it sitting there all day, all morning, and then all night prior night. Our real top three. So uh, earlier today, he was the first player to send his letter of intent in to Virginia Tech, Gabriel Williams a four-star linebacker who picked the Hokies over, as I mentioned earlier, Penn State and Maryland, and we had USC was in there, and Notre Dame, and Tennessee, all the, all the schools. Elijah Brooks and the Hokies got him. Uh, I was thinking, who are, the, who are the top three Hokies from Maryland? Oh, okay. Because while Tech has always done great within the Commonwealth of Virginia borders, I'm like, okay, but what about some of the best Hokies of all time are from Maryland? So here are my top three. And okay. This is hard. This was hard. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of them. I'm sure. Uh, my top three Hokies all time from Maryland. And perhaps Gabriel Williams makes this list in a few years. Uh, number three, Kyle Fuller from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Great NFL career. Two-time pro bowler. Great choice. Um, That's number three, by the way. Yeah. 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 Uh, number two, Antonio Freeman from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple-time pro bowler. Super Bowl winner. A 10-year NFL career. Um, had huge games in, in in the NFC Championship game. He did. He did. For, and NFL playoff games, won games for uh, uh, Green Bay Packers, tight ball games. Freeman would make big catches in the last two or three minutes of a game. Played great in the Super Bowl, that type of thing. He did. He always did. 
But I think, and, and but the number one guy, and I think he's a little bit underrated, and 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 and, and I even mentioned this twenty years ago uh, when people talk about the who's the best li- among the best linebackers ever to play at Virginia Tech, and again, this was because the teams didn't win as many games as the Beamer era teams did. And there wasn't social media, and the Hokies weren't independent, and so they weren't in the ACC or even before that, the Big East, where you had this media marketing thing. But Mike Johnson yeah. from DeMatha played 11 years in the NFL, best linebacker who played for Coach Dooley, two-time Pro Bowler, and Hokies Hall of Famer. I mean, Tech has honored him, uh, but, but he's at the top of my list. I agree. Great NFL Great career. Player. He was one of the – he spent a decade for 10 years when you said, who are the best linebackers in the National Football League, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a great choice. His name was always there. Like, well, maybe he's not Lawrence Taylor, but he's number two. Maybe he's not, you know, Jack Lambert, but he's there, right? Yeah, sure. A little bit after that. It would have been after that. So, like, 87, 86, that, that, that era. I think it's a great choice. I mean, Mike Johnson, I, I remember I mean, him. Yeah, yeah, I remember him very, very well. Mike Johnson. He wore fifty nine for the Browns. Did he, what did he wear? Tech thirty? Was he thirty five? Thirty eight? Yeah, something like that. that. I have to, yeah, I've seen the number. pictures. Yeah, yeah, I have to look that up. But anyway, well, man. So anyway, signing day continues. Yeah. I encourage everyone to hop, hop onto Hokie Sports or TriumphNIL dot com. It's all free. The Hokie Facebook page. It's Twitter. Um, what's cool about it? I don't know that. That if you follow it, you're going to see names you've already heard of. If you don't follow it, you'll get to see the kids. But the interaction between our coaching staff and the players is really fun to watch. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're going to be fun to watch and listen to coming up with your uh, bowl coverage. I hope you have a great Christmas, man. Happy holidays. Safe travels. And we're going to be doing this next week, by the way. Next week, we're going to be doing this uh, on uh, Bowl Day, right? That's what we're looking at. I'll be in Annapolis and ready the games a week from today. Hokies and Tulane. That'll be fun. Good good travels up to Morgantown tonight. You guys can get that one tonight. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. We'll see. West Virginia's kind of in a weird space. They are in a weird space this year. So we'll see. See how we play tonight. All right, pal. All right, man. Stay safe. There you go. Happy holidays. There you go. That's uh, Bill Roth, the voice of tech football. Great stuff from him, as always. We'll take a break. Come back. David Teal joins us next. Final segment here on a Wednesday. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. Bill, Rick, and I are offering more chances to win tickets to Virginia Tech's men's and women's basketball games. Our next giveaway will be January the 3rd during the Roth Report starting at 8 o'clock. Virginia Tech women's tickets against NC State and men's tickets against Miami. These are exciting times at the castle. Listen to Rick Watson, Big Dog Sports Talk, each morning for more details. Bill, Rick, and Louise, your sports connection in the New River Valley. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling at True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 